welcome back to another episode of Engineering Money, where three, well, no, two um, full-time engineers bring their two cents on the market news of the week, except we don't really do that anymore. We're just trying to make sense of everything. Um, and now we've got different Ben. Ben is different this week. Hello, I'm different Ben. I'm, I'm somewhat of an engineer, but only in title. <laughs> Um, uh, but my actual name is Ryan. Glad to be here this week. You still work full time and try to survive, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. That's the life I live every day. Those are the only requirements. You'll fit in, you'll fit in well here. <laughs> it's Labor Day day today, which is why I'm a little comfy cozy on the couch. If you're watching the video. Yeah. Well, no, you're supposed to be laboring today, Joey. Can't you tell? This is this is labor. You should really be doing. Should be doing a um, a wall sit during the whole podcast. <laughs> Shout out to our laborers, <laughs> um, and Cam. Shout out to Cam. So this week, I'm going to be talking about um, a company that's very near and dear to my heart because I selected them in my um, my year picks for for the uh, what, what do we call that thing? It was one of my picks yeah. for this year. Our contest. It's, uh, 2021 January to December 10 stock basket battle royale competition. Yeah, that I've, I've thing. heard about this. So I picked one of my stocks was Chewy. And. Oh, that's right. Mom uses Chewy. What? That was your reason for picking it. Your mom uses Chewy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They went this week, they had their earnings and they went down like 10%, which was very sad to see. Um, The reasonings was, you know, their, their growth slowed down a bit, even though their growth was still 50% year over year, which I'd say that's That's pretty pretty good. I'd say that sounds like great to me. (laughs) Um, But they're still operating at a loss. Um, so that's a thing, but, um, the reason I think Chewy is still good for long term is because people over time have started to spend more money on their pets. I believe it because, uh, sorry, go ahead. Well, in both of the two households that you are currently in, there's a total of four dogs between the two of them. That's true. We also use Chewy to get our dogs stuff. <laughs> and like back in the day, it used to be, well, actually, Joey, can you describe what Chewy is as a service? What do they offer? Super simple. It's online shopping for all things pet products, which you might think wouldn't matter because, you know, Amazon exists, but I think Amazon is more tailored to like, I don't know, human things like stuff whereas dog treats dog food it's all in one place it's all on chewy and they just have a bunch of great deals too they work directly with the suppliers so like blue buffalo i use that example because it's what we get um oh, wow it's You're an big expensive dog food, it's, it's it's cheaper on chewy so um so that's why i use it 
I want to think that Ben and Sam used Chewy. At least they did when we were rooming together. So they oh, at least were really? at that time. I would be surprised if they still were, but I, I don't know that for a fact. Easy. Yeah. That's you get like... a discount for setting up reoccurring. And it's like, you got to feed your dog every month. So you're going to have a reoccurring, get the discount. Really easy to do. Yeah. So nice. that's part of that. People are spending more on their dogs. Um, do they do anything for cats too? Or is it just dogs? They do. They've, I think they started just dogs, but they've branched out into like all okay. types of pacifiers. But like back in the day, you know, say 40, 50 years ago, people didn't really have dogs that, you know, lived in, or even a hundred years ago, dogs didn't live inside, you know? And even, even more recently, I've got a friend, Ben, not different Ben, um, but he lives on a farm and I went to visit him once and I was like, Ben, why is Henry, why does he live outside? And he's like, well, he's a farm dog. He doesn't need to be inside. Like, you know, and now, um, I don't know. I just feel like, like my brother has two dogs and he spends way too much money on them. And, um, another thing that I saw was, so, you know, there's like hospitals, like, um, in the Indiana area, there's like St. Vincent, um, there's, you know, IU Health, big conglomerate hospitals that own multiple locations and everything. Right. There, up until recently, there has been no such thing in the veterinarian space. But oh, now, yeah, so your, up until recently. Yes, because now I read a story a few weeks ago that, um, veterinarian practices are getting bought up by big corporate entities because they're seeing the trend that people are spending more money on their pets. And um, so I just think, you know, overall, pet spending is just going to go up in the future. I'm bullish on pet spending. Well, and look at the case study of Blue Buffalo that I brought up before. It's it was started by some guy who would the whole point was the motto was feed them like family love the dogs like family feed them like family and it tugs on people's heartstrings been like oh i love my dog my dog's my family which to your point tim it didn't used to be that way but now it is that way and chewy was sold by this guy for eight billion dollars this guy just cashed out eight billion dollars for General Mills to own to own Blue Buffalo. Oh, oh, Blue Buffalo. That's a lot. Same Chewy. Yeah. Like, the guy just became a billionaire by selling his company that said feed him like family. So, now it's a big deal. Ryan, you don't have pets. I do not. So now you need to give the devil's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> I So I, I grew up with pets, actually. So oh, okay. growing up, I actually had... Listen to this. So growing up, I had five dogs and two cats. And at the time, I thought that was completely normal. So when in like elementary school or something, when people told me, oh, I have like two dogs, I'd be like, that's not very many. <laughs> anyways, uh, no, so I don't have pets now since I live on my own whatnot. But I'm, I am in the market probably within the next year or two. Oh, okay. Anyways. No, so I'm, I'm coming from the perspective of like potential pet owner. That's where, that's where I'm coming from right now. I've definitely already been looking up like, all right. I need to like know or have an idea of how much I'll be spending on my dogs. Like, or my it's more most likely going to be a dog. Yeah, because uh, they're expensive. It's always more than you think. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's what I'm afraid of, uh, kind of. But I, so like, I want to have like a plan in my head, like, all right, how much per year or something or per month should I be banking on? Because I'm not, I'm not going to like, if I get a pet, I'm going to be spending like getting like the nice pet bed and the nice uh, pet yeah. food and the nice and yeah. some toys regularly and all that nah. stuff. So like, I, I'm going to be spending money on that family member of mine. <laughs> I want my dog so... to rough it with me. There you go. <laughs> if I'm going to be living in a slum, so is he. I'm going to be in a city, like, potentially. Like, I may or may not get a, a pet while I'm still in the city. And so definitely if I'm yeah. still in the city, I'm definitely going to be, like, extra pampering that pet since we won't be, like, you know, out in the suburbs where I can get, like, more peaceful walks in all the time. Yeah. So well, that's that's what my thought is. Your dog I'm can be a city dog where it gets in fights with other dogs on the street and, you know, mugs people. <laughs> that's, yeah, I'll... I'll train him up like he'll actually be protecting me more than like the average dog will. It's gonna be, it's gonna be more buff than me. I know a dog that lives in the city in Seattle, and he's a border collie too, so they're high energy. He still makes it, so it, it can oh, be wow. done. <clears throat> that seems like it'd be hard. But another thing that I've seen is like, have you been in the store recently in the dog food section, and they've got like that it's almost like it comes in the sausage tubes and it's like refrigerated dog food. Oh, it's like rapidly raising the stakes. Fancier and fancier. There's stuff that like, it looks just like human food. It's in the refrigerator, comes in a little zip top bag. Like, it's like a frozen meal from, I don't know, lean cuisine. (laughs) Is it, do you have to prepare it at all? Or is it like, is it ready to serve as soon as you get it out of the package? The tube stuff. Ready. Probably yeah. comparable to like meat. Okay. Yeah, I think so. But I don't know. It's just, it seems like 10 years ago, the fancy thing to get for your dog was fancy feast. And that's just like wet food, like generic ground up animal parts, that's wet cool. food. I have, I have like fancy, fancy feast in my head and like little Caesars. Wasn't little Caesars. Wasn't that a like Caesars something like it was, there's some Caesar Caesars, name. Yeah, yeah. Caesar was the the little white dog. Was there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think Little Caesars is a pizza. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of actually. (laughs) Yeah, Caesars. I was thinking of the little tin with the little white dog on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's. I just think, you know, long term, next ten years, freaking people are going to be spending more money on their pets, and uh, because a pet is less expensive to have than a child, um. Objectively true. So, <laughs> I feel you can like... cycle through pets a lot quicker than like a kid. Like if you have a kid, you're committed to that for a bit. A yeah. pet, though, you're... <laughs> it's kind of frowned upon if you, <laughs> you cycle through a kid in ten, fifteen <laughs> years. <laughs> um, a little different. A, l- a little bit different. <laughs> but I guess the other part is you can't put a pet to work. You know, it's true. They can't bring in bring bring home that bacon. Well, I guess they can. Um, this is a complete tangent, but have you guys seen those? Um, it's like a it's like a mat that you lay all these buttons on, and your dog can go and press the buttons to like talk to you. Yes. No way. I, I get a TikTok of a dog doing that shown to me at least once a week. Is it Bunny? <laughs> Bunny, the like white dog. Yeah. Big white puppy. Yeah. Joey, are, are they... you're on TikTok? No, Veronica's on TikTok, and I get, like, a weekly digest from her. Wait, how long before Engineering Money gets a TikTok channel? Oh, we're not. 
yeah. <laughs> Unless Veronica wants to manage it. The um, what's the big economics podcast? Uh, Planet Money. Planet Money has a TikTok, so they do. We're behind the time. Yeah, but I no. <laughs> Wait, so hold on. This these button pressings are these like? Is this something like you can buy at a buy off online somewhere like with presets, or can you like? Is this someone like someone home DIY this and like I think made their own thing? I think like, you uh, buy, it. buy it. And okay. but it might it might just be like a generic button that you record a word on. Well, actually, I gotta say I was on. Um, I use this website republic.io it's a um it's it's like a venture capital thing for people that aren't accredited investors which sucks I want to be an accredited investor but it's like crowd yeah it's like um you know you can invest you know as little as a hundred dollars in a startup and It, that that company was actually on there the other week when I was looking. I forget what it's called, but it was, it's the the dog button talk to me press company. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> Is that the ticker? Yeah. <laughs> Question. D B P T T M. Yeah. It's a great ticker. It. Easy to it's handy. It's easy to remember. Oh, and then there's one other random thing. Oh. I just accidentally flashed my my email on the screen for a second. Oh, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Oh, I guess we don't see your shared screen right I now. I might have so. to edit that out. <laughs> um, I think Oracle is a cool stock, a tech stock to invest in because they have a dividend, and they're um they're forty one percent. Owned by insiders, interesting. Which I think is crazy for a company like that, like Oracle, that's been around for so long. Yeah, and it's so that's big. Pretty cool. Yeah. Wait, how much owned by insiders? Forty yeah. percent. Wow. For big stuff like that, it's usually like 70, 60 percent at least. I think. Yeah. Unless retail investors just really love Oracle for some reason. But Oracle's not one you like see in the news all the time, so mm-hmm. yeah, and the uh the PE is less than twenty. So that sounds like it's kind of a sleeper right now. Um yeah, and their quarterly earnings growth twenty nine percent year over year. Hmm. Hmm. What's that peg ratio? That's what really matters. Let's see that peg. Where do I find? Oh man, I'm a real novice on here. What are you? What site are you looking for it on? I'm on Yahoo Finance. Oh, oh, peg ratio two point four one. Okay, so it's could be better. It's very interesting. Yeah. They're, I'm trying. Um, I'm trying to understand what their main products are. And when I get on their website, the main things they're pushing, like the very first things you're looking at, is cloud infrastructure. Which yeah, is interesting I, that they're they having such like a good year over year performance. I don't know. Like. I think big data is a fad, Ryan. I don't know about you. <laughs> you know, but what I'm trying to get at is, you know, you know, I'm an Amazon boy. To an extent. Yeah, I know. I know you're an Amazon boy. Yeah, what's your insight? <laughs> I just, I to my to my basic understanding, AWS is still like a top performer 
in the cloud space. So that's why I'm I'm surprised, but and curious to see Oracle's growth, given that their main products they're pushing is cloud is cloud uh well cloud products basically. So that's yeah. I don't know, just an observation is what I'm saying. Isn't um, Oracle the like owner of Java? I think so. I think so. I should know better since Java is a big language at at Amazon. I should know better, but um, I believe you're correct. I, I think they are. I don't know like how much revenue owning Java gives them, but I don't think it's you have definitely to language. You don't have to pay to use Java. This thing, I'm I'm trying to think how how they make money off that, but it's a huge thing. They probably make. I mean, you can you think they could probably make money off of um, you know, like B two B like sales for like either um, like Java development. Like you have like developers have to have an IDE that makes their developing life a lot easier. So they there could be a and this is my lack of Java development experience coming out right now. But they they could have like you know like company licensing for Java development to make Java development easier. So mm-hmm. I mean I don't know that could be a way they make money off of their I don't know ownership of Java. Yeah, I hadn't really looked into Oracle at all. I just saw that they were they had a decent PE and were a tech company that had a dividend. It's kind of nice because a lot of them don't have dividends. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I need to delete a few frames from this video. Um, do you guys, have you ever heard of the game um, Goalball? No. Goalball, no. It's like handball, but blindfolded, and it's in the Olympics. What? Yeah. Can you explain it to me, right? As I pull up an, a screenshot of it, and it's all these guys are like laying on the floor, like, <laughs> like just look like they're struggling in this game. Well, yeah, because you have to do it all based off sound, and so oh. it's like mainly played on the floor, and so if someone is you hear a ball coming towards you, your instinct is just to lay flat and try to block it. So the ball stays on the ground? Like, you don't, like, hit you, it up in the air or anything? You can throw it, but, I mean, if you can't see, how do you know you're going to throw it? You want to, you know, at least go along the ground. I guess that, yeah. I know, my, my first thought is, like, I if I hear a ball coming towards me, I'm going to, like, do, like, the whole, like, uh, try to intimidate a bear tactic. Like, my, I'm going to make myself big. <laughs> just, like, flail my arms around. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That was um, my brother just sent me a YouTube video for that, and I was—I had no idea that was a thing. Also, that I'm definitely wild. not padding for time because I mean, we we can whatever. We can whatever. Whatever. Well, hey, to to make our initial conversation kind of have a wrapped up point, you brought up some pet stuff. Said so you're bullish on pets. Yeah. My question is, when you look at these premium dog foods and things, what route is going to be the place to put your money in now? Is it these super premium dog food that looks like human food? Or like a couple years ago, just getting blue buffalo compared to Purina dry dog food looked like you're getting fancy dog food. Yeah. And so is it going to be that moderately fancy or the really fancy that's going to grow faster. What's your take? I think it, as much as I hate it, I think it's going to be the, the more fancy because even just looking back to my, my mom with our dog, she will 
like she the, my my parents' dog likes to graze, you know. Yeah. She she's Mine, good about just grazing. Like goats, they just eat the grass. <laughs> but my mom gets all worried. She's like, "Oh, she's not eating her food. I need to give her like, I, she'll put some like frozen peas in there and like some hot dogs or something." And slippery slope. Then yeah. then they just start asking for better and better food. Exactly. So that's why I think, as much as I hate it. I think it's going to be the fancier dog food that's going to be the next big thing. I could see it going the way of like like these meal kits and things that sound like stupid to order your food from a meal kit when you could just go to the grocery store, but people still do it because it's convenient and nice. Yeah. And I so I could see these fancy dog food things going well that way. The reason I would be less optimistic about it is because if you push that you're like, hey, your dog should have this fancy food. That's the right thing to give them. Make it like real human food, basically. Then you might be pushing them out of the pet food sector altogether. And they'll just like, oh, I'll just shop for my dog's food at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, a, just that's an interesting way to think of it. But I had a um, funny thought earlier. It's like, how long before we get to like, when we were talking about this earlier, before the tangents, I was like, how long before we get to like the blue apron of pet food? Like you're right. these kids at home to like prepare. Well, and how long before, well, I guess Soylent was a thing for a little while, which is like the dog food for people. Um, yeah. I don't think we're going to be switching how long until we have people eating dog food and dogs eating people food. <laughs> it's a bachelor chow from Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're <laughs> over time. Um, come play oh, golf with your wait, friends. Get out.